back quarterback number 19 Bernie Bernie oh yeah oh you can throw yeah 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 Bernie Bernie oh baby Super Bowl Alright everybody, welcome to yet another exciting episode of 6Bs in a P, Season 2, Episode 17. Can you believe we've made it this long? I can't. I'm your host, Brian Costco, here on AquabearLegion.com, joined as always by my wonderful crew of co-hosts, my bushel of buddies, my gathering of pals, Ian Wolf. Jaw Life. Chris Poland. Hello. Itis. And back again after a few weeks off, Mr. Brian Weeby. WTF, smoking that loud? <laughs> <laughs> the Browns lose again to the Jets by some sort of score. I don't even know what it was at the end. 23 uh, to 13 last I looked? I think so, yeah. So we're not going to even talk about that that much. We're doing this right after the game, and, and that's actually that good, game. I think. There was not much to talk about. 24-13. Okay. Stats. Stats. Um, Browns lose. They do the same thing they always do when they lose. They play poorly. Campbell looks shaky. Gordon had a good game. It was kind of similar to the outline I wrote to hold a place before we even saw the game, actually. You know. Yeah. Well. Anyway, yep, there it is. Um, it's <laughs> gonna be a great here, one. So long. Gonna be seven a good listeners. episode here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna try to have some fun with it. We got. Go on. I say they're like, you know, we're we're building a mystery. Ugh. They're taking the silences. Oh, they're gonna say some amazing shit later. <laughs> yeah, we do have some great stuff coming up later. We're gonna put Ian. On the hot seat, broken bandwagon hot seat for the first time this year. Bernie will join us for a tweet of the week. We'll talk a little bit about former Browns. You like to do that, but big story this week is not the game, guys. As you may have meant heard, <laughs> Devon Bess not playing, not suiting up today. Obviously, they could have been the difference maker. Yeah. Sidelined with a case of bluntitis for the season. <laughs> Is that really what it was? He had the bluntitis. Yeah. Bluntitis. Uh, um, not you personal wanna... family problems. It was. They said that, but there's problems. an Instagram of him blunting it up. He's blunting it up, jaw life. With like My, a uh... picture of Bob Marley next to him or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's wearing a scarf of the Rasta colors. Yeah, he's wearing a Rasta scarf. What's awesome is that he's out on a deck, too, like a back deck. Yeah. And that means he brought the Bob Marley poster out with him. <laughs> like, I'm going to I got my Rasta scarf. All right. Bob Marley poster, cool. Instagramming it, sounds great. You know, like, that's ridiculous. Can that be the image for this episode? Most definitely. Okay. 
My favorite thing about it is the uh, the Cleveland.com article, which goes out of its way to not mention the fact that he was clearly smoking weed. They uh, they say, on, on Friday, a photo was posted on Vess's confirmed Instagram account that showed him sitting outside on his deck, lighting what appeared to be a cigarette of some kind, possibly hand-rolled. Yeah. <laughs> possibly that hand-rolled. That is a blunt, America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It wasn't really missed in this terrible game. We're going to talk about Devon a little more later. This week's Lucy Memorial trivia question is the Devon best lightning round, multiple choice. So that'll be exciting. All Devon. So how about his his fill in uh, another JC on the team? We got a bunch of Jesus Christ. Bunch of Jesus Christers. Josh Cooper. To the promised land. Josh Cooper. Cooper and Whedon. Yep. Hey, this is this will be a, a good time for me to throw this in. Uh, Cooper and Whedon, the the announcer mentioned that they were former teammates or went to the same school at least, and then said that they were Bobcats. Um, I actually looked into it, and they both went to Oklahoma State, and they are the Cowboys, Cowboys not the Bobcats. Not the Bobcats. Yeah. You, you know who he may have been talking about? Who? I just realized this. Julian Posey. Hmm. Was he, he a, bobcat? a Bobcat? He was a Bobcat, but he's a defensive back, so that wouldn't make any sense. Is he an OU Bobcat? Yeah, an OU Bobcat. On the show. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Although Who? he may not be on the team next week. Who knows? Who was that other receiver besides Cooper, too? Uh, Tane? Tame? Tane? Tane? Who the hell's that guy? <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Did he catch any balls today? Yeah. I think he, I think he caught a ball. Okay, good for him. There's no way to confirm this, though. I like it. What do you guys think about our man Edwin Baker? I like him. I think he should stay on the team. He's the best. I mean, maybe it's because of the horrid running back situation I've seen all season, but he looks actually decent. Right. He does run hard. Like, he's hungry. He is hungry. He's hungry for them touchdowns. He is hungry for the (laughs) touchdowns. Um, What else do we want to talk about? And he's got win in his name. He does. Which I think is actually like not a bad thing on the checklist for the Browns at this point. Mm. You got win somewhere in your name, you're on. Yeah. <laughs> on the team. Winnie uh, Mandela. Love to have you on the team. Not on the team. Dequel Jackson came out earlier this week through his article on Bleacher Report. Um, to, oh, really? Good for him. Yeah. yeah he, <laughs> <laughs> so Dequel Jackson uh, responded to some words that our former... Brown, Kellen Winslow, had to say about this Sunday's game. Um, Winslow said earlier in the week that no one on the Browns could guard him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when he's motorcycle ramping him. But even more so than that... (laughs) Do you think think it's... um, Well, Dequel Jackson responded by saying that he were the defense prepares much more for the players that are actually going to be on the field. Oh. Which I thought was worth mentioning on here. Kind of shut him down. I just right. figured that Dickwell we lost, so maybe yeah, uh, well. I think Winslow had some catches and shit too. Yeah, he leapt over a guy. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Maybe the Browns good job soldier. Maybe they just wanted to give him some space for fear that they would also get staff. Yeah. Maybe. Well, you and we uh, have that in the outline here that we were going to talk about former Browns who made some plays in this game, and you know we've mentioned that before. I believe last season on the show, this idea of Browns going other places, and you know what happens to them then is it because 
we thought that they were all right, and then they never make another team ever again? <laughs> or, you know, do they end up playing for a little bit? But a lot of former Browns in this game. Um, David Nelson, two touchdowns. Yikes. Who the fuck is David Nelson? Yeah, he Browns signed him. He played for the Bills last year and like tore his ACL, I think. Uh, Browns signed him. Yeah, and he didn't make the team after training camp. Yep, and but, now we uh, got fucking Johnny Times or whatever. Johnny Time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Johnny not even Brown. that. We got Greg Little who can't catch touchdowns. Greg Little after. sucks, man. Right? You think they're gonna cut him? I think I heard something like he's so cheap, you know, that uh, he could at least be like a fourth wide receiver or something, which I'm fine with that. Yeah, know. totally. Right. Is Braylon Edwards' frying pan hand still sucking it up somewhere in the NFL? I thought he was playing for the Jets, but I didn't see him today. I didn't either. I, I heard something about him getting signed and cut earlier this season. I heard he died. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That was almost 6B and a P's first spit take. <laughs> it's, it's just what I heard. Um, well, I actually, besides former Jets being in this game, or former Browns being in this game, as get as Jets, David Nelson, Kellen Winslow, um, I watched the game with a few people. One of them was a Jet fan, um, and we talked Boo. about. Yeah, I know. He's a nice guy. Yeah. And I know another guy who's a Jet fan. He's from New Jersey. Van Dorn. Sherry's correcting me in the background. Hold on, folks. Jerry. Exciting radio, America. This is exciting yeah. radio. Breaking news. Breaking news from Sherry. I'm wrong. If you're a Jets fan, you're a Jets fan, you would never say, oh, my friend Brian Costco, he's a Brown fan. You're a Browns fan. So we watched the game today with a Jets fan. Jets fan. Thank you, Sherry Oliver, for correcting me even on my podcast. Can we get the rights to Jets by uh, Wings? What was that? Oh, Jet. <laughs> if not, can we um, get the band Jets debut album? Yeah, that'd be good. So we watched the game. Are you gonna be my girl? And it no. came up that, and you guys probably noticed this too, that these two teams are very similar, right? They're both they're pretty both, terrible. Yeah, they're bad at football. Yeah. They have a younger, newer quarterback that I imagine they're going to find out is uh, ter as terrible as Brandon Whedon is. Because mm -hmm. he's not very good. Mm -hmm. well, they win more than we do. That's Little Gino, no. Well, but, I mean, whole, uh, I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, they do win more than we do. I mean, that's what sucks. And we're going to talk about this later after the break about other teams that, um, you know, we're like taking the heart out of it. Why we're Browns fans? Like other teams that it makes logical sense would be less logical to be a fan of, you know. And like even a team like the Jets is in total disarray, right? No, like quarterback situation is crazy. Their defense is pretty solid, but they have like no offensive playmakers at all. Coach has like a foot thing. Someone was texting <laughs> photos to a reporter of their dick at some point. Was that Brett Favre? That's Brett Favre. Yeah. yeah. With his watch. And their owner owner's crazy. So like. But then, like Chris said, they still win, right? Like, those dudes are 7-8. and eight, Like, And I think the Browns, arguably at some point, not now. They're 7-8? and eight? The Jets are 7-8. Oh, and eight. my goodness, they are. Wow. And, like, the Browns at some point, not now, I thought were a way better team than the Jets this year. Yeah. Those two games that Hoyer was in? Yeah. <laughs> After I think two when, we did the, uh, when we did the rundown of the 
rest of this season when we thought the Browns might actually make the playoffs. I think we all said the Jets was a win for us. Yeah, yeah probably. Not even close. Nope. We said that about the Jaguars, too. Yeah, we said it about... I think we said I, it about every game, and they've lost every single game. So how's Bobby Rainey doing? He's doing fine. He did no, terrible, like actually. A... I heard he was dead. <laughs> oh. Call back. This week, oh. uh, 20 carries for 37 yeah. yards. <laughs> nice. That's Richardsonian. It's, it's but he didn't have a touchdown. All right. Better than Richardsonian. <laughs> and then what but else do you have here? That's one thing, too, that from the Jets watching them play, it's like Chris Ivory tore us apart, you know? Like, yeah. Even if your team's not that good, but you have some giant dude who can run the ball, it, it helps you win some games against crappy teams. Seriously. Realsies. <sighs> So yep. do do the Browns no talent at all? That's the next thing in the outline. I mean, every team had, what, seven, eight chances to take Josh Gordon, and they didn't. And the Browns did. So there's got to be something said for that, right? Right. He's talented. Very, what about everybody yes. else? Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I like... I mean, Josh Gordon, i got to say, looked a little morose today, you know? Yeah, well, I did, yeah. It was like last week, the same thing. I think he just doesn't give a shit anymore. It's, I, but, I mean, we didn't, you know, after about a quarter, and it was still a tie game. <laughs> like, same old Browns, we're going to lose this shit. <laughs> and if you had to actually play in a game like that, that would probably oh, it'd be, the be worst. hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, when Haley asked me if the Browns were winning one game, one of the last couple games, and they were at the half, and she said, so I said, yeah, they're winning. She's like, oh, so that means they're going to lose, right? Because that's what happens. Like, pretty yeah, much. That's pretty yeah. much it. That's the attitude I mean, Josh Gordon's got. I would love to see the stats, because I feel like uh, they opened up a lot of games with a 3 nothing lead. Mm-hmm. Drive yeah. down the field, field goal. All right. And then they like don't score for... I mean, I had the thought today along, this is right along these same lines, is that the team, there is, I think, honestly, quite a bit of talent. Like, it's sort of hard to pinpoint what exactly is wrong sometimes. You know, like, with Whedon, it was kind of easy. But, you know, I don't think Jason Campbell's totally incompetent, you know. So then it's just like, he's not great, but he's like... Then it's like, well, maybe if he had another receiver, you know, or a running back, maybe they, maybe that'd be enough. Or maybe like the defense is supposedly good, but then they give up, you know, late quarter, fourth quarter touchdowns. It's, right. It just, it's like kind of this, you know, like they always say with sports, an intangible with the Browns, where they just like can't finish, can't stop in the red, like they can't do the tough shit you got to do to win games. And it doesn't necessarily seem like talent because there's a lot of talented people, like so many that they might not have enough money to sign all of them, you know? Yeah. Or re-sign all of them, I should say. At some point, I think we have to look at it like they're talented for the Browns. You know what I mean? Like, And I think it's going back to what we were just talking about. It's like, yeah, they're, they're talented, but only in the sense that it's a lot better than what we've been watching the last few years. Right, right. But still, this collection of talent isn't nearly enough to be like a, a successful NFL team. But I think it's interesting, too, that, like, going back to what Brian said, and you mentioned this, Weeby, like, uh, last month or something on this show, that it's scary now because, like you said, it's not just one specific area. Like, obviously, you can point to certain ones that are worse than others with this team. Like, we need something at quarterback. They need something at running back, you know, um, O-line, stuff like that. But, like, 
there's also these other things, like parts of the defense. It seems like even though some of these guys are talented, you know, things are falling apart. Like, they obviously need another linebacker. There's all sorts of other shit. You know, a second wide receiver, apparently. Um, and that's actually a good segue to what I was going to talk about next before the break, which is we've been going through and we did the QB watch and did a little bit of stuff on running backs last week. Um, and I just wanted to keep along that same thought process of what the Browns need. Like, what do they need? What is this? Is this group talented enough that if you put in a few more pieces, they could win more games? Uh. <laughs> I mean, I guess I think the defense is closer than the offense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I do think the offense, like, they don't have a running back, but I also, or like a, you know, a star running back, but that's kind of going out of the way the league works now, you know. A lot right. of running back by committee stuff, but so then it kind of goes to the offense and that's or the offensive line and that's come up a bunch too, where they just like they're good at sort of good at protecting the quarterback, but like they not they don't like they're not a line that's like knocking dudes over to get the running back, you know, positive yards. Yeah. Uh, so Alex Max a free agent next year, right? Yeah, and I mean even he uh, he's the guy who threw the ball in the end zone, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> And he's a pro bowler. He's a one of the few Browns pro bowlers, and he yeah. does shit like that. So it's, and he's gonna cost a lot of money. And do you want that much money on a center? Yeah. Is so. this, all the all the positions of dire need are all really important <laughs> positions, and it's gonna be difficult to fill them all in either one draft or combination draft and free agency. I think. Mm -hmm. they, like they need a quarterback. They need. I mean, obviously, you don't need to go draft a running back in the first round because how often does that honestly work out? But they need somebody that's not named Fozzie. They need a, a compliment to Gordon. They do need some help on the offensive line. That right there is what four or five pieces they need, yeah. and not including whatever they might need on the defense, which is probably Tayshawn Gibson. Eh. I mean, he's been all right. He's been all right, but you could upgrade. Like we can't be happy with just he's been all right. We want he's been awesome. There hasn't been yeah. enough of that. Well, they got to sign Ward too on the defense. Mm -hmm. Hayden's coming up next year. I think is his last year before free agency. Yeah. Yeah, and I read something that said that uh, they should, I mean, out of respect, really sign him this offseason, you know, or extend his contract this offseason. So, and I mean, those are two, TJ Ward and Joe Hayden are two people I think we should try to keep as Browns, personally. I can yeah. get behind that. They're like our very own uh, Minifield and Dixon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woof, woof. But, I mean, I think... They can do it if they can do it intelligently. Like, you know, there's some wide receivers that are good who are going to be available as free agents this year. I don't know if someone I, gotta, I can maybe try to pull that list up. Um, you know, and so if you add someone there, get a QB in the draft and try to get lucky on adding a good running back at some point, either later in the draft or through free agency, you know. Deion Lewis will be back, right? As yeah. well, next year. And that could be... He could be good. I mean, in the preseason, he was looking nasty, so... Yeah. But I think they got to draft a line. It becomes, though, it's a... It's, I think they need to find some people that, you know, sign, sign Ed Reed because he's one shit. You know, like, sign some old dude who's not, like... I think they need some kind of, like, mentality adjustment because they don't have the mentality of winners. 
It's because they don't win. That's a good point. They don't win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and know. I mean, like, I think Dequel Jackson's a great player. Uh, or not great, but a good player. You know, I like him. But, you know, he's been on the Browns his whole career. He doesn't know how to, like... <laughs> Get get the win. I don't know. You know what I mean, though. It's, I think if it's an intangible thing where there's some talent there, and they're just not finishing, they're not closing shit out when they have a lead. You know, it seems almost more mental than physical. Right. So here's some free agent wide. Re- here's some free agent wide receivers for next year. There's some big names here. Uh, Anquan Bolden. He's obviously a bit over the hill. I'd say same with Devin Hester and Santana Moss, but. James Jones from the Packers, Jeremy Macklin from the Eagles, Hakeem Nix, uh, Emmanuel Sanders from the Steelers. Hmm. Who else do we got here? Plaxico Burris. Plax. He knows how to win. Mm-hmm. Josh how to shoot himself in the leg. Good lord. <laughs> I mean, I here's a question. You know, At least he didn't put it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Since the draft is our Super Bowl, as we discussed. Sure. And, and I mean, obviously, with the Browns, there's always the, we need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. <clears throat> what do you, if you could have one thing out of this draft, is it a quarterback, or do you think we should, uh, I mean, if it's a reach at quarterback, which is another thing the Browns do, too. <laughs> they reach, you know, like we do. And they will, reach. Probably. Oh, my God. And they will. Yeah, and you that, that looks like it really could shake out that way. Like, yeah. would you rather the Browns throw, like, trade all of their picks for the first pick and the quarterback of their choice? Pulling a dick Or would you rather them pick something else? But, I mean, who's that quarterback? Would Teddy Bridgewater be the top guy? Is it, you know, who is it? Derek Carr? I don't know about uh, it. I mean, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> Probably Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. I mean, I, mean he's, I feel as good about Hoyer as any of those guys, I think. I'd like to I mean, see I him think, use like a third rounder on someone like the guy from LSU or um, who like maybe needs a little bit of time, you know? Mettenberger? Mettenberger. Like, Mettenberger. Uh, but it's still know, Twitter back then. You, or, or like what, what, what would the alternative be? Do you want them to just pick the most talented player available at, at their well, best I judgment? Think, I think there's a lot of good linemen I kept reading. I haven't been checking out names too much, but, I mean, offensive linemen, if they end up up there, wouldn't be that bad of a choice, I'd say, in the top ten. Because Mitchell Schwartz sucks. If they could get another right tackle. There's a couple free agents, too. I think there's a guy from played for the, uh, what's his name, Dolphins, Tyson Claybo. There's a few guys. I mean, they, they could get an offensive lineman, too. Mm-hmm. There's some badass wide receivers too. You could go that direction. Just have two crazy wide receivers who are smoking blunts. Who are not getting the ball. Yeah. Well, I've had that thought though. I mean, like that guy. Like, yeah. look at the Bears. You know, like it doesn't matter if McCown or McNown or Cutler's playing, and I don't think either of them are that good. But they have Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey and Matt Forte, so it doesn't matter. You know, like they're gonna fuck up occasionally, but those guys are so good, they it makes up for it. You know. Right. So if we like got Ben Tate and like a bomb ass wide receiver, maybe Hoyer or Campbell could just wing the ball up in the air and it'd work out. Well, like I saw too. I mean, they seem to be projecting, and obviously it's early, but it is our Super Bowl. So I look, you know, um, mm-hmm. there's two oh, me too. really talented wide receivers, a uh, guy from Texas A&M and that dude from Clemson, who they're both saying could be like 
AJ Green, you know, Julio Jones level like main guys that that could uh-huh. go in the top ten as well. And the Browns, of course, do have that other pick. I mean, you might end up being able to get a decent offensive lineman at twenty five or twenty two with the Colts. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I I like the idea of Hoyer and. You know, drafting a quarterback that's not one of those guys in the first round. I mean, you have two first round picks here. Like, they have a lot of holes to fill. Make a joke out of that, Ian. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. You know, I mean, what if you use both of those for picks and you just picked up a quarterback down even in the second round, man? You know? Then you're yeah, and then. Brandon goddamn Whedon. Yeah, but I mean, you start the season with Hoyer, you go into it with. Ugh, do, you think, do you think an extra terrible. year or two would have done Whedon any good of sitting and watching? No. I mean, maybe that's a special circumstance where he's just an exceptional level of suck. But I mean, maybe if you give another lineman and you get a, pick up a running back, you pick up Ben Tate or you draft a running back in the second or third round, you don't have to depend on your quarterback so much. I mean, this team's been running a quarterback pass-first offense all year with shitty quarterbacks and no running game. This is a pass-first league. Yes. That's unfortunate for the Browns. Other than Gordon, I mean, he's been incredible. If he hadn't been on this team, I mean, this would be... Jason Cam would be throwing for 47 yards a game. Mm-hmm. To Johnny Times. Johnny, Johnny Times. So we're saying O-line, wide receiver, quarterback. Running back. Running back, maybe Middle a safety. Linebacker. Linebacker. Ugh. It's a, it's I a guess mess. I'd hope they'd get the get the running back either really late or uh, free agent wise. I like yeah. Ben Tate, man. I think he's not yeah. a bad one. The guy, the Blount Blount from the Patriots, wouldn't be a bad pickup either. He's fast. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I just think a lot of running backs have proven. It's funny. I was at I talked sports a lot with my coworker April at I uh, work at the Post Center at Columbia College. And I was looking at the 2012 draft when we picked Richardson and Whedon, both of whom mm. will presumably not be Browns next season. Right. Uh, and what we could have done there. And truthfully, I mean, it seemed to me like maybe we should have gone like uh, Matt Khalil, not have made that trade, picked up the offensive lineman, and then Put we could have gotten uh, Doug Peterson with a second pick. Doug Peterson? Is that his name? Doug Peterson. The Tampa Bay running back who was badass? Oh, Doug Martin. Doug Martin, that's right. Doug Peterson was one of our uh, 20 starting quarterbacks. Oh. Uh, Either Doug Peterson or Doug Martin, we'd love to have you on the show. Uh See you on at Doug at Doug dot Doug. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I mean, back then everybody was like, give me Colt McCoy's head on a plate, and now he doesn't look like he was the worst Browns quarterback we've ever had. That's definitely better than we did. That's still Tim Couch. Tim Couch went to the playoffs, man. I agree. Yeah. He yeah, went to the playoffs. Serious. I'd love to have Tim Couch right now. You can run and tell that. To whom? I don't know. Chris Pullen. Chris, uh, Brian would rather have Tim Couch. Thanks for the update. Uh-huh. All right. I feel like after all that sports talk, we should be throwing it over to our eye in the sky for traffic reports. <laughs> Well, we're actually going to throw it over on this special holiday episode of Six Bs and a P to a, a song we've been saving for you all year long. And this was recorded way back in 1980 when the Browns were much better than they are currently and going to the AFC Championship game, which they would ultimately lose. I present to you on Six Bs and a P, aquabrelligion.com, 
the 12 days of Cleveland Browns Christmas. We'll be are back. You, are you going to play the whole thing? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> we probably lost them all by now anyways. All right, we'll take a quick break. On the first day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. On the second day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me Don Cockroft kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. On the third day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me Brian Seipapess and Don Cockroft kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. On the fourth day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me Zeta Attack and Brian Cypher Pass and Don Karkoff kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. On the fifth day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me both the Pruitt's moves. Al Zeta Attack and Brian Cypher Pass and Don Karkoff kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. On the sixth day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me Newsome a-catching both the Pruitt's moves Al Zeta attacking Brian Cypher passing Don Cockcroft kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team On the seventh day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me Darden intercepting Newsome a-catching both the Pruitt's moves Attacking Brian Cypher passing Don Cockcroft kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. On the eighth day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me the cardiac kids a win and Darden intercepting Newsome a catching both the Pruitt's moves. Al Zeta attacking Brian Cypher passing Don Cockcroft kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. On the ninth day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me Dealey on a hike and cardiac kids a win And Darden intercepting Newsome a-catching both the Pruitt's moves Al Zeta attacking Brian Cypher passing Don Cockcroft kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team On the tenth day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me Doug Deacon blocking DeLeona hiking Cardiac kids a winning Darden intercepting Newsome a-catching Both the Pruitt's moves Al Zeta attacking Brian Cypher passing Don Cockcroft kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team On the 11th day of Christmas Art Modell gave to me Logan leaping, Doug Deacon blocking, DeLeona hiking, Cardiac kids a winning, Darden intercepting, Newsome a catching, both the Pruitt's moves. Al Zeta attacking, Brian Cypher passing, Don Cockcroft kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. On the 12th day of Christmas, Art Modell gave to me the Browns in the playoffs. Dave Logan leaping, Doug Deacon blocking, DeLeona hiking, Cardiac kids a winning, Darden intercepting, Newsome a catching, all the Pruitt's moves, Al Zeta with 
attacking Brian Sipe, passing Don Cockcroft, kicking on a Ridigliano Super Bowl team. All right, and we're back. Six B's one P. Brian Costco, I'm throwing it to you. All right, thanks, Brian. We be Brian Michael Power squared. <laughs> We got two all rights for the price of one. I know. All right. All right. Three, four. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Ian Wolf, Chris Paul, and Brian Weeby. Hey, all right. Twelve days of Cleveland Browns kiss miss. Did you make Hashtag it through all the games? Yeah. Uh, Quick check-in. Steelers check-in. Did they play yet? I don't know. Uh, they, oh. I believe, are down 14-7 at the half. Hey, eat our butts. Eat our butts. Ian, also. What? Yes. Do you have any idea where that Colts draft pick is at? Uh, Not not really. They did beat the Chiefs today, so that wasn't good. No, that's not not good. No. That pick's going to end up being like 24 or 25, something like that, probably. We'll stop checking in on it. They're going to win the Super Bowl, and Trent Richardson's going to do it. MVP. Trent Richardson did do it on videotape. Yeah, he did <laughs> to everybody. Uh, that's still Lay a good trade. Good trade. Lay in pipe indeed. Two steps um, back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I forgot about that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, God. What? Two steps back, still pulling it out. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> Just like Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Oh, God, we should take that out. Michael Jordan's going to come look for us. Um, next Why, because he I... said he has a giant wang? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. He Jordan wants to shake the man of the man. He's going to force his Hanes underwear on us. Do you think it fits in Hanes underwear? I'm talking <laughs> Probably about his dick now. He's got to get custom ones. <laughs> this is Hanes my way. <laughs> Michael Jordan, wang! Um, hey, I, uh, breaking news, Michelle just texted me, and it says, Forgot to tell you, I met Jimmy Chamberlain, the original drummer for the Smashing Pumpkins, the other night. Oh, wow, that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Followed by, we're getting a divorce. Oh! Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, he's a successful musician. What have you ever done? Podcast. Exactly. I'm like, can I... Uh, can I divorce you and marry him as well? Oh. <laughs> Has that happened? No, that's not true. Can you imagine? Double divorce so we can both marry the same person. Speaking of Michelle Na, everybody, and the double divorce, um, I'm, playing Michelle, for, I'm <laughs> playing Michelle for the fantasy football championship in the Ohio Players right now. It's looking good for you, I think. I think so, too, but it's still frightening. Ugh. Well. Frightening. You get absolutely no pity from me because my team was horrible. Oh, it's, uh, I was wrong, guys. It's fourteen ten at the half. Okay, uh, they can still eat our butts. Yeah, they Maybe can. they can all die too while they're at it. Yeah. You know, if somebody's eating my butt, I don't want them to die. You no, know, you want them to wait till after that's done. Yeah, I want them to finish the job. On your butt. Maybe our butts can break their jaws like they do to defensive punters. All right, well, here's the thing. If if your butt is strong enough to break somebody's jaw, you've probably got a whole litany of other things to worry about. 
I got butt kegels. You got brick butt. <laughs> yeah, got old brick ass over here. Old jaws. I wanted to talk about, you know, obviously the Browns have been testing us here. This is six games in a row. They've lost nine of their last ten. Taking the heart out of it, like obviously there's some sort of a logical emotion related to us being Browns fans, okay? But are there other teams, and we can even just kind of go around and just say them, that you think are below the Browns as far as where they're at progress-wise, maybe even just because you think their uniform is stupid? Like, who else are you glad at least that you're not a fan of? I'm glad I'm not a fan of the Oakland Raiders. Oh, yeah. Because that just the whole thing over there just seems all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, their team's bad. Their team's bad. I mean, is Al Davis dead or is he just a zombie now? I'm not sure. He's Either, dead. Okay, he's well, dead. so he's a zombie now. Either way, like he's just fucking. That guy was crazy and sucked, and everything about him can go to hell. Wow. I know. Brian, do you have one? Uh, I mean, I know they beat us, but. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, A, it's Jacksonville, Florida. Who gives a shit about that place? Right. Ugly-ass uniforms, expansion team. There's no story. I mean, the Raiders have a history. Like, they were good at a point. The Jags were just always the Jags. I mean, the Browns have a history, you know? They have their moments. And the Jags are historyless and, and ugly. And, and terrible. And from a terrible place. So that's, that's maybe a softball, though. Um... I guess I'm I'm glad I'm not a Cowboys fan because fuck oh, those guys. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, they they win sometimes, but fuck them. Mm-hmm. But fuck them. Along those same game. lines, I'd say the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers and Ravens. I won't even put. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. We can all agree on that. Um, Ravens. One you know, more I throw out there: the Chargers, because they hate oh. Philip Rivers. He oh, yeah, like he's a giant sucks. turd. And there's another example. I was going to say, like, the Rams, because, like, I saw they were 6-8 and eight again, and it's just like, that's a team I always, like, man, I always wish the Browns could get a few more wins, but with a few more wins, the Browns would just be the Rams. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, Kellen Clemens is the quarterback. Sweet. Like, what the fuck? Like, maybe we'd have Jeff, Jeff Fisher, but that'd be terrible. Rams. Rams. We'd be like, who's their quarterback that got hurt that's supposed to be their good quarterback? Yeah, like be like, oh man, if Sam Bradford could just stay healthy and get it together, we'll yeah. be awesome. We could be a playoff wildcard team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, along Any... those lines, like I, I had the, uh, I'm in Cincinnati at my parents' place, and the the Bengals were on TV, and I was watching the Browns on my computer, and like, the Bengals were kicking the shit out of uh, the Vikings, yeah. just destroying them, and they've got a lot of good players on their team. But I was like, they're just going to lose. And, like, I mean, I just can't see them going further. And, I mean, what's that like? I don't know what it's like to be a fan of a team like that, where it's like they're good, but they're just never going to quite be good enough. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, at least I'm – I shouldn't say at least, but I know what it's like to be a fan of a team that's just bad. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the middle ground's like. Is it better? Yeah. I'm unsure. No, it's not better. I can say it as a Reds fan these last few years. They've been good, but not so good that you'd think that they're going to actually make an impact in the playoffs. And they haven't. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, well, we saw this coming. Now we don't have a high draft pick to be excited about and uh, got a bunch of money tied up in shitty players. Right. Yeah. I'm glad I'm I kind of got that sense. Oh, go ahead. 
I was gonna say Buccaneers. I was trying to think of more while we were talking. Yeah, I got yeah. the sense a similar thing like you were saying about the Reds because when we uh, Chris was at the same game, the Bengals Browns game, I overheard guys that were Bengals fans talking behind us, and they were like just bitching the whole time. They were like typical Neighbors. Marvin Lewis team, like no discipline, blah blah blah. And I'm like, you guys just destroyed us. What's wrong with you? They were very yeah. angry the whole game. Yeah. yeah. Juggalos. <laughs> Lousy hillbilly <laughs> juggalos. Woo-woo! <laughs> um, any other teams you guys wanted to mention that you're glad you're not a fan of? Every team that sought the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Me too. There's a few I could be a fan is there, of. Here's I'm a not... question. This is a toughie. Huh. Are there teams you wish you were a fan of other than the Browns? Um... You can just say no if it's a stupid question. It's tough. No, it's a good question. No, it's, no, you have to answer. You have to pick a, another team. Okay. I would say the Seahawks. Like, obviously, <laughs> they've been awesome in the past couple of years, but, like, you know, I think they got a sweet little deal going on. They got some sweet uniforms, good fans. Mm-hmm. They haven't won. You know, I kind of like that. Like, they haven't. I don't even know if they've made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, I don't think. Yeah, they made it some like within the last ten or fifteen years. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Huh. Anyway, yeah, I kind of like those guys, and I don't mean to be a front runner there. I usually would pick something more complicated, but. Uh, yeah, Seattle uh, was in the Super Bowl after the 2005 season. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Wow. Oh. Lost, lost to the goddamn Steelers. Yeah, see, there you go. Oh. Perfect reason. They're my team. Backup. <laughs> what about you guys? The, uh, I'd go with the 49ers. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. When I was a kid, I kind of like was into them a little bit, partly because of Joe Montana football on the Genesis, right? Yeah. But also, they like they were just good at football, and it was fun to watch. And it seems like they got a good thing going again this year. Yeah, and they had a lot of exciting games and rivalries back in the day when we were kids. Yeah, it's like always them and goddamn Denver in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I think them even being in that same division, like that NFC West is a good division mm-hmm. as far as divisions go. You know, uh, Seahawks, uh, 49ers, and then, you know, Rams and Cardinals usually are in the middle of the pack there, but they're not terrible, you know? Like the Bengals wouldn't be as good if they didn't have a team like the Browns in their division. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, right. What about you guys? What, what team would you pick? Um... I would probably go with, I don't know, uh, something like the Packers or the Bears. Yeah. It's like some cold northern cold team. team. Yeah. There's, I I w- yeah, I was going to say the Packers, which, you know, I've lived in Minnesota and Chicago, but I've always kind of been like, man, the Packers, it's a tiny town, you know? Yeah. Super passionate fan base. Maybe maybe they're dicks. I don't know. I've never faced off with them in any sort of real way, but uh, I'd go Packers myself. All right. That's pretty cool. I like that. That was a good segment. Way to go, guys. Well good done. Job, everybody. <laughs> um, coming up next, we're putting Ian Wolf on the broken bandwagon hot seat. Cue the theme music. Is that? I'm not doing it for my own segment. Broken bandwagon, broken, broken bandwagon, broken bandwagon, broken bandwagon, hot seat. Asking all these questions. It's so hot. That was so good, I did want to jump in there, but I held it. Ian Wolf? <laughs> yes. You're on the Aqua Bear Legion Broken Bandwagon Hot Seat this week, promoting Friday, December 27th, the Aqua 
Beer Legion Christmas show at the Union in Athens, Ohio, featuring your old band, Men of Gentle Birth, reuniting for one night only, my current band, Unmonumental, Chris Poland's band, Weed Ghost, and some other guys that are not on here's band, Weird Science. Four bucks proceeds go to the Aqua Beer Legion County Fair next year so that we can pay the bands and make the shows free. It'll be Yay. sweet. New t-shirts. All right. Uh, broken Bandwagon Hot Seat. Ian, we haven't put you on the hot seat this year. You have not. I'm excited. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Who's starting us off here? <clears throat> I'll do the first one. Go get them, Weeby. If a new medicine were developed that would make the Browns win and cure arthritis, but there was a 1 in 100% chance that it would kill you, would you take it? Hockey, 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 hockey! Yes, of course. Because That's I correct. think I have arthritis in one of my fingertips, and it's a real pain in the ass. So I would, you know, and life's kind of a pain in the ass, so if I could cure one of those two things... <laughs> I'd say get your finger out of your ass. Hey. Okay, hot seat, indeed. Chris Poland, take the next one. Who do you take umbrage with the most? The Steelers or the Ravens? The Ravens. Because fuck all that. <laughs> Could you ever like a Steelers player? No. Have you? No. Ever? Nope. What if they became a Brown? I mean, it'd be like it'd be like the guy that like used to beat women and then he married your sister, and you know that's still <laughs> that's still in his past. What and if it was Roethlisberger? No, oh, fuck that. No, God no. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's your favorite Brown ever? Ever? Uh, probably Clay Matthews. All right. Who's, your, who's your least, least favorite Brown? Oh, sorry. We oh, whoa, whoa. Yes. <laughs> least favorite? Uh, who's your least favorite? Hot seat. Oh. Hot seat, hot seat, hot seat, hot seat. Ozzy Newsom. <laughs> really? Okay, not Brandon yeah. Whedon? Jesus no, Christ. No, Brandon Whedon didn't shit on everything that the team stood for for however many years and go to that asshole of a city, Baltimore. Mm. That's mm. a good point. I like that. Yeah. Chris Pollen. Uh, for a Brown Super Bowl win, would you leave the country and never return? Yeah, probably. I have a lot of student loan debt. <laughs> I like it. Possibly a related question here. Favorite on-stage boner moment? Favorite on-stage? Uh, probably when Zach kissed me and my eye exploded. Oh, yeah. You got yeah. a boner then? Oh, yeah. I, I, all the blood, was, it was it was weird. The blood was flowing out of my eye, down the front of me, and back into my penis, and that's what made it hard. All right. <laughs> and whoever wants the last one. All right, here we go. Last question. How do you reconcile being a Cincinnati baseball fan and a Cleveland football fan? I'm, man, I'm from Central Ohio, so I kind of like, got my pick of things, I suppose. I don't really know how that happened because I I took it. Here's what I always thought: I thought my dad was a Reds fan and a Browns fan. That kind of like just passed on to me. But he claims when I was a kid that he was an Indians fan, which is not how I remember. Don't it at drive. All. So I guess I don't know. Just being from where I'm from, which is like right outside Columbus, I could I had no like geographical allegiance to either one, so it just kind of shook down that way. You're not just from outside of Columbus. You're from Lancaster, right? The whitest I, city in the world. I am in the Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. The third most racially homogenous city in America. There it is. That's how Ian was raised. Oh, man, Homogen I could do that shit Homogenous that was, that was awesome. All right. Well, let's cool down that seat. Thank you, Ian Wolf, for playing the Broken Bandwagon, Aqua Brilliant. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah. Those are good questions. Thanks. It's time for the Tweet of the Week. 
It's the tweet of the week. Is Bernie there? Uh, he's, I think he's outside, probably. Okay, see if you can grab him. I'll read the other one that's non-Bernie right now. Hey, hey Burn. Burn? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Burn. You know him pretty well now. I mean, after, yeah, after last week, uh, first... I, had, I had a little talk. Is he him. not out there? He, no, he's... I don't feel like I saw him earlier. He's got to be out there. Where would he hey, go? Hey, Burn! Uh, uh, wait. He, uh, he was under Bernie. a bush. He was under that bush. Bernie. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. He's to gather himself. Our tweet of the week comes from Pumpkinhead. Who is that? <laughs> from the He's movie? He's a brown super fan. Oh. He has a giant pumpkin for a head. You can find him on Twitter, at Pumpkinhead Nation. He says there is no Santa Claus. THX, hashtag Browns. Hmm. Yeah. That's... Um, those two things, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess little kids aren't Twitters aren't on Twitter. So I don't know if they're listening. Are you mean because they're listening to the podcast? No, I you just mean. Be you don't think you don't think little kids are on Twitter? Yeah, maybe they are. You think but they're, if they're like, on Twitter? They probably know there's no Santa Claus. They're probably ignoring Twitter. They're all on Snapchat showing each other the little kid dicks. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> probably. Oh, all right. And, uh, and Bernie. The uh, Bernie, you have a tweet there for us. I, I, I mean, if you just want to, here I come, dancing to the organ as you grind it like your little Twitter monkey. Okay, yep. sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you, I, <sighs> Chuck Todd, interviewing the Bears. <laughs> Story of 85 team. One of the toughest, aggressive team ever. <laughs> No wonder all our heads hurts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you are the poster boy for concussions, Bernie. It's true. Bernie, yeah. I'll... Uh, how many, how many, what have I had? Concussions. That was, that was like a vodka and uh, a lime that you don't peel. You still all seem right, to have real trouble with capitalization. He does. He has no idea how to. I, you have no idea. I told you last week. I, I, I capitalize. How do you do it? Yep. You take the okay, first. Okay, no, 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 Bernie, Bernie Kosar, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have him back next week. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck. Bernie, yeah, Bernie, Bernie, bye, bye. Super bowl. Bernie, you all right, bud? No. No, Bernie. Bernie. Uh, yeah. I had to go. <laughs> oh, is he crying or throwing <laughs> up? <laughs> both. <laughs> both. I think <laughs> both. Yeah. Is it both? Bernie. Oh uh, God. Uh, did oh. he th- did he vomit tears? It seems like he did. <laughs> Maybe he needs to do a shot. Yeah, shot, 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 shot. Yeah, he's got any concussions. Hotsy, hotsy, hotsy. Hotsy, hotsy, hotsy. What's a hotsy? Is that like uh, Rumpelschmitz and uh, uh, cayenne pepper in your butthole? Oh, Lord. Butt uh, Hotsy. I don't know if we can fix Bernie, guys. I went, I've been going to meetings. About what? Hey, they're at uh, they're at this bar down the street from the office here. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. I'm gonna go to one now. Bye. Okay. Bye, Bernie. Bye, Bernie. Bye, Bye Bernie. Bernie. Off to a meeting at the bar down the street. Care. See, he looks he looks bad. See, I was gonna say he looked better. You think? Yeah. I don't know. 
The he vomiting wasn't tears. vomiting tears last time. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was weird. Sometimes you got to get it all out so you can just get right back up and go at it again. There you go. Poor I'm guy. glad you worked butt chugging in there too. That made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was sort of like budget. It was almost like a butt shot more though, like rumple mints and cayenne pepper in your butthole. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Maybe you try to do the rumple mints with your mouth and the cayenne pepper in your butt. At the same time? Yeah, that'd be cool. A little hot and cold for you. You think we... Uh, well, I don't want to know the answer. We shouldn't ask him to come back and explain. No. We'll hey, talk uh, update, though. Uh, Steelers are now in the lead. 17-14. Ah. It can uh, hot seat my butt. There it is. Raplesburger uh, ran it in. Oh, Roethlisberger. It's time for the Lucy Memorial Trivia Question. Lucy, I love you. This week's is a special Devon Best Lightning Round. Ooh. All right. Shall I? So I have one for each of you, and it's multiple choice, and then one that you will all take a guess at. Okay? All right. First one is for Brian Weeby. All right. You ready? Yep. Devon lost his scholarship to Oregon State after being sentenced to Byron Boys Ranch Juvenile Facility for 21 months for what? A. Smoking mad blunts. B. Allowing a friend to put stolen items in his car. C. Taking money from high school athletic boosters. Or D. Stealing jewelry from the mall. Mm. Boys Ranch. I'm going to go B. B? Stolen stuff in his car. That is correct. He swears he was just giving him a ride. Good job, right? <laughs> Figured it. I, I wanted it to be blunts, but I knew it probably wasn't. Right. <laughs> Ian Wolf. Yes, sir. After losing that scholarship to Oregon State, Bess attended what school? A, Boise State, B, Mount Nazarene, C, Hawaii, or D, UCLA? I want to say Boise State because that just makes the most sense after being at a boys' ranch, right? Okay, I like that. But uh, I, uh, Mount Nazarene? That is incorrect. It was uh, Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Wow. They have mad blunts there. Mad blunts in Hawaii. Chris Pollan. Yes. What jersey and team is identified as Bess's on his website, DevonBess.com? Is it A, Hawaii, B, Browns, C, Dolphins, or D, Skyline High School? Oh, uh, I don't know if he was a dolphin or not. I'm I'm gonna go with Skyland High School because it sounds like a place where superheroes would be educated. Nice. <laughs> Incorrect. It's the fucking dolphins. Oh. In fact, it still lists him as Cl Miami Dolphins wide receiver. Devon what a dildo! Update your website, dude. That is the best website in the world. It is. I just don't went watch. there. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> DevonBest.com. And finally. This is for all of you. Devon Bess has a nonprofit foundation, and it is called A. 
the best route foundation, B, be the best, C, Devon's house, or D, best of the best. <laughs> Those are all good. All right, I'd like to chime in. <laughs> Go ahead. So, um, one of my favorite wrestlers is Alex Cologne. Um, he is known as the best of the best, so I am going to go with the best of the best. Okay. Ian, Brian? I think it's a E, Jawlife 420 Yellow Swag LLC. <laughs> I'd like it to be the other best punny one. The uh, Is it uh, be, be the, the best? best? Be the best. <laughs> yeah. I would, no, I would change my answer to Devon's house. Devon's house. <laughs> You're all, unfortunately, incorrect. Yeah. Uh, the it's best the best route. route. Best route foundation. Brian Weeby, you're the winner because you got your first one correct. Woohoo! Stolen items in the car. You win a whiskey shot that we'll do together when you come to Athens. Perfect. Ian, you'll buy it since you didn't win. Oh, Chris Poland didn't win. What's he do? Have to do? He's going to give us drive you all home. <laughs> He's going to drive us all home from Tony. And speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, we will be at Tony's Tavern in beautiful Uptown Athens, Ohio, next Sunday, December 29th at 1 p.m. or around then, to watch the Cleveland Browns play the Pittsburgh Steelers in the final game of the year. If you would like to drink too much with us on a Sunday afternoon, come on. Show your appreciation by buying us Obetis. Ooh, Ooh, that's yeah, nice. I that's know. a good idea. That's a really good idea. That's why I said yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, Browns do finish up against the Steelers next week. Do you think we can win this one for some pride? Uh, I don't even care. I always want to beat Probably the Steelers. Not. Yeah, I want to win. I, uh, the Steelers have been looking better, though, unfortunately. But I, I really hope we do. Even though it'll probably just hurt us in the end, draft pick wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all gonna hurt us in the end. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> Bernie, it all hurts coming out. Just ask Bernie. Uh, Is Bernie here? <laughs> all right. Oh, he's um, under the desk. Okay, what's he doing? <laughs> don't. He's. Uh, I don't. Seems like he's giggle sleeping. Giggle sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Webster uh, Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> He's dreaming about Webster Slaughter there. Brian Brennan. Hmm. Love him, Brian Brennan. Um, you can find Six B's and a P on iTunes. That's exciting. Yay. You're just on there. Also on Stitcher, of course, for your mobile device if you don't want to use the iTunes. Boo. And, of course, right here on AquabareLegion.com. You're one source for force. We're also on Twitter, at 6B1P. That's at the number 6, letter B, number 1, letter P. You can find us on Facebook by searching 6Bs and a P. Anything you dudes want to add? I come to the Aquabare at Christmas. Yeah, Aquabare Christmas, Friday, December 27th, Union, 10 p.m., Unmonumental, Managental Birth, Weird Science, Weed Ghost, new t-shirts. We'll all be there. We'll be there. All of us, yep. right? Yeah. Hey, uh, tell us more about these t-shirts. Who designed them and how much do they cost? Hey, good question, Chris Poland. I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> these t-shirts were designed by Columbus artist Chris Monday, who used to be in the band The Snails, among many others, and lived down in Athens for years. Chris has Flying Weevil, Weevil Productions, I believe. He does some awesome comics and books, as well as drawings and all sorts of stuff. 
They Ghetto Blaster great, Contributor? Ghetto Blaster Contributor. He has a great new book out, an anthology called My Stupid Ray Gun, which is fantastic. And he did an awesome Aqua Bear design that will remain a secret until you see it. Um, except for you guys, you saw it. But, I didn't uh, see we'll, it. We'll have him. You didn't? No. Oh. I saw it. So Chris Boland, eat my butt. Right. I don't want to. No, he doesn't going to do it that. Well, it won't break. Um, and we had him printed up in Columbus by our good friend Joel at Positive Negative Press as well. He's a good hey. guy. Check Is that three 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 Joel? Totally. Awesome. And um, so those will be available at the Union. I believe they'll be fifteen bucks or something. We might even make them a little bit cheaper that night if we can. Fourteen ninety nine. There it is. Two for uh, thirty. Two for thirty. <laughs> Three for forty five. Buy one, um, get the second at full price. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys again for being on here. We got one more this season. It pains me to say because I do enjoy these six Bs and a P. Well, we'll have to do a postseason wrap up. Yeah, that's what I was actually going to say. We're going to do one more next week, um, right after the Steelers game from Athens, Ohio, live in the same room. And it's going to be sloppy. It is going to be real <laughs> sloppy. Chris Pollan is going to be the host, I think. We'll let Chris host. Um, and we're going to do, we'll do a postseason wrap-up, and then we'll be back around draft time. I think we'll do a pre-draft and a post-draft. What do you think? And we've never done the clip show. Oh, yeah, we'll have a clip show as well. We need to see, save that for, you know, kind of the mid-season lulls. Yeah, a little. I think we should continue up. to do what every week through the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> talk about what happened to us. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think America's invested in our personal lives at this point. Mm, at least more than I am. The whole yeah. will they, won't they storyline we got going on. No. Right. <laughs> or Rachel and Ross in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thanks, guys, for being on the show. Merry Christmas to all of you, Ian, Brian, Chris. I'm excited to Thanks. see you guys next week. Hey, you too, buddy. Travel safe all to see other people in the holidays. And Merry Christmas Happy to all of you out there. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. All right, come on, Bernie. Bernie. Have a decent Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you.